0: Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm LLC offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info@brooksanddavis.com at or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com
1: welcome to the prime real estate network i am your host rick davis As always, um, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Prime Real Estate Rick. Once again, you can follow me on IG and Facebook at Prime Real Estate Rick. Um, I want to take some time to thank our partner. And our main sponsor, if you are looking to buy or sell real estate or need property management services, I want to urge everyone to go to brooksanddavis.com. Once again, go to brooksanddavis.com. And after a week on the road promoting his new book, Back in the co-captain's chair, we have <laughs> the Texas real estate king, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. How you doing, my dude? I am good. I'm good. <laughs> it is great to be back. I missed you
2: guys. Now, I, I had a Mike Rick had a uh, awesome co-host. Thank you, Miss uh, Coswell for being here and assisting Rick when I was out. But yes, Rick, I was down in New Orleans for a week. I'm a member of an organization called the National Sales Network um, in Houston. Our chapter one, um, chapter of the year. Oh, wow. uh, my president is Amber Doss. She does a great job at, at leading us in, in that organization mm-hmm. and making sure that, that, that we're getting the right kind of content. So, had a chance while I was down there, uh, myself and Mr. Darren Palmer did a Meet the Authors event, oh, wow. uh, which went well. We did at the marriott right down canal street had great people come out share their stories and just had an opportunity to just pour into them about the new book that i got the entrepreneur code and so Mm -hmm. um it it was great rick i I just you know but i miss you guys that's what's important (laughs) i'm back here today i miss you all and um Thank you.
1: I know. It's good to have you back. But let's make sure everybody knows where to get a copy of that Entrepreneur Code. I like that, man. It is uh, Entrepreneur
2: Code Book.com. Mm. Entrepreneur Code um, Of course, you can always find me on any of the social media platforms at Texas Real Estate King. I love IG. You see that I post uh, consistently, try to give you guys as many nuggets I can on there. But of course, this is the secret to success when it comes to real estate. <laughs> get it, get it on our uh, will
1: join and follow us on the podcast as we go oh, I mean once again Larry I want to thank you for being here it's good to have you back um, what makes today's show and the, today's episode is entitled in the beginning <laughs> and the reason why this episode is entitled in the beginning is because on this episode I want to give you a, everyone a little bit of a history lesson um, I want to give somebody everyone some perspective as far as um, being an entrepreneur, building a business, building a corporation, so to give you guys some information and facts and hopefully inspire, is not only the CEO, mm-hmm. but the <laughs> co-founder <laughs> of our managing and lead CEO. sponsor, Just Brooks and that. Davis CEO. Real <laughs> Estate Firm, is Mr. Michael G. Davis. How you doing, man? There you go, there you go. Hey, man, I'm really glad
3: to be here, Rick, and my, my uh, <laughs> business partner, who t- typically keeps me in the background. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm glad <laughs> that I was able to get an invite to get out in front uh, today. But I want to say, man, I really appreciate and applaud you guys for putting this platform together. Right. I mean, Thanks it's, uh, lot, it's, it's um, you see podcasts and you see people doing that thing on YouTube and yeah. and to be able to come and see you guys building your brand and building your
1: subscribers list and giving us opportunities
3: to come talk, man. I really uh, I really am grateful for that. Okay, uh,
1: man. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for bringing it up. And I want to yeah. remind everyone to subscribe to our podcast page on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher and spotify you can find us at prime real estate network on those podcast platforms also we have a new prime real estate network channel on youtube please subscribe there as well leave us some great reviews and comments Um, we look forward to interacting with everyone but michael (laughs) this episode Michael G Davis Michael G Davis in the building in the and building man <laughs> so no this this is super cool um, for our audience and for people who not had the opportunity to interact with you personally mm-hmm. before the um, reason why I was super excited to have you on the show because I think your work with young people mm. and the amount of time you spend out in the community, I thought it was super important to have you here as a guest so that mm. you could share your story of entrepreneurship. Okay, being a business owner, being in a business partnership for okay. the amount of time that you and Larry have been in business partnership together.
3: Ten years, man. Ten oh years. wow! Ten, Ten years this year. Ten
1: years Ten. this year. Ten. So just for our um, listeners and subscribers, Hold on, I'm give a quick plug go about that. Go ahead, Ten please. years. Ten years. <laughs>
2: Mayor just sent over a proclamation. Yeah, we got a proclamation from the city of Houston. Yeah. So Ten years. You know, we'll be doing more of a formal presentation of that uh, sometime before the end of the year. Yep. But it's just amazing, man. So I'm sorry I introduced you. To no, no, please. don't no, hey, keep us in I the loop. I a tear, be right there. Right <laughs> hey, look. I know because I'm expecting a mixer, <laughs> oh, no, a we networking gonna a event. A oh, so
3: we're going to do a party, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to do my Nino Brown thing. Oh, look, over, look over the
1: city. Come on, man. <laughs> I want an ice one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all of that. So definitely keep keep us in the loop. Absolutely. Mr. Davis, Mr. Brooks, please do that for us because I know there's a lot of our viewers, a lot of our subscribers, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who follow us on social media that would love to attend that type of event. Absolutely. Um, okay, let's get into it, Mike. Man, my bad. I apologize. I'm just, you know, excited
3: to have you here. <laughs> right. Okay, so we're talking about the beginning Let's talk kind of personal. Yo, Your personal right. as a professional, advice. as a businessman,
1: <laughs> in the beginning, how would you advise someone okay. who's decided that Working for an entity mm-hmm. and working for a company is long no longer where they see their professional career going. Right. And they've decided that working for myself, eating what I kill, for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> and I want to jump into this entrepreneurial thing. So in the beginning, when you made that decision, what were some of the things that you had to battle and struggle with? OK,
3: well, you know, I started this thing about 14 years ago. So I was what? 24, and I can tell you at 24, you're a lot more uh, confident in yourself than (laughs) when you fast forward this thing. So um, when it comes to dealing with fear, when it comes to dealing with um, apprehension, at 24 years old, no kids, you're not married, you know, it don't matter. I'll jump head first and figure out how to swim later, Mm -hmm. right? 14 years ago, my conversation was everybody could be a business owner, Mm -hmm. right? Anybody could do it. Right. Because people see you quitting your job. Like I was uh, an employee at Phillips. I came out of school making twenty thousand dollars more than my mama was making. She had been with ExxonMobil for 30 years.
1: No. And that's what's so interesting, mm-hmm. because to people on the outside, mm-hmm. that was an outstanding opportunity. Absolutely. For some people, that's the opportunity of a lifetime or Absolutely. at least a career. Absolutely. So what type of thing did you have to deal with internally? Mm hmm before you decided that this quote unquote great opportunity Mm -hmm. is not where I see my professional fulfillment. Well, I think it it goes back to
3: when I was in college and I I, uh, subscribed to get my engineering degree because my dad, he was a chemist at Shell. My mom, she was in the regulatory department at ExxonMobil. I was really good in math. I was really in science. I, mean, I was just really good in school, but I really liked math. I really liked science, and engineers made a lot of money. That's what people kept saying. Well, engineers make a lot of money, right? right. So I'm a do So my junior year in high school, I'm going to do engineering, right? right? My dad's a chemist, so I'm going to do chemical engineering, right? right? <laughs> it, so, <laughs> it all made sense. Right. So, <laughs> so I go to Prairie View. I enroll in Prairie View, chemical engineering. PVU, shout PVU, out. PVU. And, you know, the first couple of years in college, you're just doing your basics, mm-hmm. right? So I'm kind of killing it, making real good grades in college. You get into your core classes. right? But not until I got into my, the summer of my junior year did I realize from a practical standpoint what engineers do. And at that moment, I'm like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't. This is not what I want to do, right? Right. And I did some intern. It was because I went on an internship. It was in Baytown, mm-hmm. and I went on an internship, and I was able to see. Oh, this is what. Because in my my you vision, you saw the day to day, right? Yeah. And my vision was, I wanted to wear suits. I wanted to sit at the boards. I always wanted to be a business owner, right? right. And I wanted to be the CEO. I always wanted to be that. So I thought I could go that route. So even my first day of work, I'm putting on slacks and. Uh, I'm putting on ties And dress shirts Man these people got They business casual man They got (laughs) on (laughs) They
1: got on polo shirts They got on Dockers And they looking at me Like I'm crazy No and I don't want that I don't Mm -hmm. want that point To not To go left unmentioned Is that You had a vision for yourself Right When you closed your eyes at night, you had a vision for how Mr. Michael Davis will present himself in a professional environment. Right. Now, the question I have to ask is because this platform me and Larry are trying to establish is for the young people and the youth. Right. So what is it that you think allowed you to gravitate towards images of business and professional success mm-hmm. versus those images that a lot of young people gravitate towards like entertainers right. and athletes. Because if you were to line up a lot of kids, I don't think they necessarily see themselves when they close their eyes from a professional standpoint wearing right. tailor-made suits right. and monogram shirts and right. custom ties to work. So where do you think you got that influence and vision from? Was it from your dad?
3: TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a great. It's
1: TV, it's like right? A PA <laughs> He's in, uh, I saw I, Billy D. Williams man, and Lady Singing the blues. I thought, like, my man it's, man, it's cool. I want to look like that. I want.
3: Yeah, it was like just the images that I saw. Like I was never, I guess, personally never limited to just images of African Americans, right? Exactly. When I saw somebody in a suit. When I saw and then attorneys, like, I don't know what it's about, like being an attorney. Right. So, you know, seeing these court shows and these court movies and the attorneys just looking sharp. Right. right. And then the, all the business CEOs just looking sharp in movies and TV. So I'm like, yeah, man, I want to look like that. Right. So I think it just kind of evolved. And it, and it, and it was just an undertone in my life. My whole life as I was just growing up, going through high school, going through college, it was just always an undertone of I want to look like a boss. Right. right? Exactly. I even I even recall, you know, I was a part of student leadership in in college and I recall walking down our student building or our student, you know, uh, commons at the time and daydreaming. Like I'm walking down <laughs> the hallway with a briefcase. I'm just daydreaming. <laughs> like I recall, that, I recall that moment. And you know, as you get older, you start kind of putting these dots together and you mm-hmm. start thinking back like, oh yeah, I mean, when I was thinking about that. And so now I know why I was thinking about that. Oh yeah, now I know why I was so interested in that right there.
1: Now, this is something interesting. Just to get back to your personal story. Now, you worked for ConocoPhillips. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that your mother was in the um, oil industry as mm-hmm. well. Absolutely. So how is it that you you gathered the wherewithal to break the news to your parents (sighs) that you were going to leave the comfort of corporate America, especially if you're going to live in southeast Texas. Right. Being with one of the big energy companies. Right. That's pretty much as good as it's going to get. Yeah. From a professional standpoint especially for somebody with an engineering background absolutely man so I, how did that conversation go with your parents were you single at the time or were you married? yeah
3: no i was single man okay so I, how did that conversation look, not go only with was i single
1: not only was i single i was living with my mama
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you were at living with your mom when you decision. were quitting jobs right. the best so, job that a lot of people
1: ever a kitty man i mean so how did that go and, and, I'll, and
3: i'll and i'll talk numbers right so uh. when i was at Prairie View. There was only one, I only got one interview. Now, mind you, when I was at Prairie View, I had pledged. I was in, you know, leadership, student government, that kind of stuff. I had good grades. So when it comes to a resume, I had all that stuff that companies look for when, they, you know, that they tell you in your career you like your seminars, really workshops. Right. They're like, yeah, this is the stuff that the employers want to see. You're doing all that stuff. Boom, you shouldn't have any issues, mm-hmm. right? Well, I only had one company that, oh, wow. that considered me. Right. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that I got with that company was because I had interned with them and they talk about this about who you know, right? Exactly. I had interned with Conoco. and at the time there was a black a black guy, he was one of the regional managers, and I had interned under him. So I called him and was like, Hey, look, I you know, the Conoco people that they hadn't come and talked to me. Matter of fact, when they came on campus to interview me, they didn't even call me and tell me they was coming. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm already on campus. I don't have no suit or nothing on. And I called him complaining. Like, look, he, they didn't even call me, give me an idea of they was coming. And so now what am I supposed to do? I can't, I'm not gonna go interview with them now like this. Right. So he said, all right, give me, give me a couple of days, I'm gonna call you back. All right, so he called me back at, no, he called me back and he was like, hey look, in about a week, I want you to look for a package. You're gonna get a package in the mail. Right. All right, now mind you, I haven't interviewed with nobody. Mm-hmm. None of other companies, I just made this phone call to him because the people didn't give me a uh, notice that they was coming on campus. Right. I go and I look at my mail. They didn't send me an offer letter. Right. So oh, the wow. my man hired me, right, right exactly. coming out of school. An offer letter, uh, uh, $12,000 signing bonus, right? <laughs> I'm coming out making $63,000. This is $20,000 more than my mama been make, making. She's been with Exxon for 25 years, exactly, right? right. Um, And then I'm only, I'm 24 years old. No, Mm -hmm. I'm 22 years old is when I uh, graduated. So I'm 22 years old, signing bonus, 60 grand a year, sitting in a good spot, right? So I do that, I relocate. My mom was like, look, you know, how about you move in with me while you get yourself together? Now hindsight, I wish somebody would have said, why are you going to live back with your mama? Like you're yeah. making 60, you know, 63000 mm-hmm. you got the signing bonus, man. Go buy you some real estate, go get you an apartment, but it's time for you to be a man, right? right? Well, I didn't really have that. So I ended up going back, living with my mom. So as I'm evolving, that's a word you used earlier, as I'm evolving <laughs> in this corporate life, I'm realizing, number one, it's maybe only one black person per floor, oh, wow. right? Mm-hmm. And then they all, it seemed like, was sad. Are depressed <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> was, <laughs> right? Impressed, not right. not saying that they were, but it's just my perception of it at the time was, is like, man, they just everybody's so down and about. They they feel like they in bondage to you know the <laughs> system that's going no, on. No, and right? it's
1: interesting because now from the the portraits you just illustrated, as far as how the work environment is right. there, I can understand how somebody at that age who has the whole world in front of them can think, well, maybe I don't know if I want to do twenty years man. like this. What I want to get into when we come back from our break is mm. how did you decide to switch from energy to real estate mm. and who introduced you to Larry okay. <laughs> and how did you guys decide to let your powers combine to start?
3: Okay, that's, uh, like successful that's let's
1: roll with that. Yeah. So, good story, so when Rick, we come go. back from break, will you feel comfortable going into oh, a little bit of absolutely. you and Larry's personal background and how you guys decided that you wanted to get into business partnership with you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so everyone, please stay tuned. Uh, we have a short message from our sponsor, and we'll be right back to the Prime Real Estate Network.
0: Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Back
1: to the Prime Real Estate Network. Thank you. I'm your host, Rick Davis. Um, You can follow me on social media, Instagram, and Facebook at Prime Real Estate Rick. Before our break, I was speaking to our guest, and our guest this week is not only the CEO, but he's also the co-founder <laughs> of there our lead you know. sponsor, <laughs> Brooks and Davis Real Estate <laughs> Firm. So let's get back to the conversation with Mr. Michael G. Davis. Right. Now, before our break, Michael, uh, we talked about a little. No, a little before you get into that
2: <laughs> guy. Just found out that this gentleman changed his name <laughs> from changed his title from president to CEO hey about man. what about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, man. It's, a, it's amazing the things that
3: I go through with this partnership, but the, I love the, this guy. The, I, theme I just of found today, out. the theme of today is evolving, man. I've evolved, <laughs> I've evolved. <laughs> I've evolved. <laughs> into the CEO. No, exactly.
2: I <laughs> couldn't help it. I had
1: to laugh about that. Oh <laughs> no, 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 okay. no. So no we, <laughs> we got you back. No, you back this week. <laughs> First segment, I let you sit there. You were in the social media getting us <laughs> chair. And I, and I appreciate that. But yeah. now we get into in the beginning
3: there we go okay. so
1: before i break mike we talked about your pre-real estate mm-hmm. professional life mm-hmm. so i want to get into the transition and the decision to embark in a real estate profession right and your initial introductions to mr brooks okay
3: and it's funny you bringing that up now right mm-hmm. so my 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 best friend that i met in college is actually getting married on saturday oh, right? wow. his name well, is jermaine i ain't gonna say his last name <laughs> congratulations <laughs> right. jermaine so, and it's funny that you're asking that question because he's the reason that I got into real estate. Oh, man, come yeah, on. He's the Shout out,
1: I, Jermaine, one more again. He's the
3: reason. I mean, he tells me all the time. He say, look, man, I need to be getting some residuals or something. Because <laughs> I'm the one that did it's it. Some royalties, publishing." But let me tell you how that happened, though, right? So, you know, I pledged. I'm a member of Phi Beta Sigma. We was at a regional conference. For those that are, you know, pledges, y'all know you have conferences and things like that. So, we was at a regional conference in Houston, and one of the older members of the organization came, pulled us to the side. Now, I was I had just graduated. He was still in school, I believe, but I just graduated, maybe out about a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And he pulled us to the side and he said, "Look, you guys need to get into real estate, right?" He's giving us some game. Right? So he's like, yeah, you know, got to get get your money. But real estate, where it's sad, you need to do this, you need to do that. So now back then, again, I'm I'm just jump head first without considering all my options. Like that's one of the things that I can say as I get older, I'm a little slower on moving. Right, <laughs> But back then, somebody <laughs> say, let's do this. I'm like, that sound good. Boom, we do it. <laughs> so next thing you know, the the next week, I didn't pay for my real estate classes and I didn't pay for his real estate classes. Right, right. And that's how I know I'd already graduated. I was already working. Right. <laughs> So we go to our first class, right? (laughs) Now, at the time, you could do... Where you could get your real estate, because you had to take four classes, and you could get your credit, your certificate, by taking like a 12-hour weekend class. Seriously? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so you could go on Friday, yep. 12 hours, Saturday, 12 hours, and then Sunday is like eight hours. And you could get all your hours over a course of a weekend, you right? You're giving out weekend real estate weekend, licenses. Man, <laughs> week, weekend, yep. you could get that course done. You only had to do four courses. So, look, if you did that- right. You could get your literally. You could take all your class in a month and be done, right, and be done. Yeah, oh, wow. So we took our first class. Man, it's twelve. So it's twelve hours. We're gonna mm-hmm. be in there. I can't. It, it probably wasn't even hour number two. My man, I look <laughs> over <laughs> at my man, and he got his head down on the desk, <laughs> <laughs> sleep. <laughs> that boy knocked out in the class. Right. So I'm, you know, I'm going through it, going through it, going. So we made it through that first class, right? Man, if he had call me the next day, he like, look, man. I don't think this for me. <laughs> my watch! I done paid for everything. I done right. paid for the classes. So he like, nah, man, this this ain't for me. But I'm like, look, I didn't got started. We gonna I'm gonna go ahead and finish it and get my get my license, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and do that, right? So my man, he's a he's a he's a, a peace officer at this moment, but he comes in on the investment side of things, but he never got his retail license, right? Right. And again, hindsight 2020 my man at the conference wasn't talking about us getting our re- real estate licenses. He was talking about us investing in real estate. That's right. what he was talking about. Exactly. But we ain't know no better at the time. Yeah, no, yeah. So so I got the license. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to make this real estate thing work. I'm going to try to do it part-time uh, while I do the corporate America thing, do the real estate on the side. Right. And it ran into one of those situations where I'm doing corporate America, and then after I finish corporate America, I'm – Doing this real estate thing, but I'm not making no money in real estate. Right, and now I feel like I'm spending. I'm working 18 hour days, but only making engineering money. One of these got to go, right? Right. I felt like I wasn't. It probably because I wasn't putting enough energy into the whole real estate piece, right? Right. And you asked in the first segment what, how did I get go from that to real estate? Right. At that moment, I'm like, one of these got to go. Yeah. Right. Which one of these is about to go? So I sat down and I thought about it and I, and I looked at my landscape when c- come to corporate America and African-Americans and leadership and, and by this time I want to be CEO or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can go this corporate America route but I ain't really a lot of me up there. Right. And in looking at it, a lot of these people that are CEOs of Fortune 500 companies didn't really come through the company to become CEO. Mm-hmm. They came from somewhere else. Outside, right. They came from outside, and it wasn't a lot of engineers that were CEOs. Like, they came, it, CEO really came more from the business department. So, accounting, finance, and economics from that standpoint. And so then I'm like, okay, so 30 years here mm-hmm. in this corporate scene, 30 years trying to work through, I know it's going to be hard, but trying to build my own thing through this real estate piece, where would I be after those 30 years? So, I'm like, look, I'm just going to place a bet on myself. And at that point, that was the moment I walked into my boss's office and, and gave in my two weeks.
0: Oh wow! I didn't talk <laughs> to nobody
3: about it. I didn't talk to my parents, no friends, or nothing. I just kind of had that assessment,
1: and then I went in there and I and I put in my two weeks. No, no, this is interesting. I want to ask Larry this because um, early in the first segment, Mike mentioned that we're um, nearing the ten year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, just for our audience, Larry, um, what advice? Or experiences do you think our audience could get some um, information from as far as how to build a partnership for wow. 10 years and evolve with each other throughout life changes, life evolution, family evolution, that yeah. type of thing? Because yeah. I think a lot of times when um, friends, family decide to incorporate, yeah, get into business with each other, these are things that they don't necessarily take into account.
2: No that, You know, and the thing is, Rick, is... is um you know jay-z said it best on the blackout he said everybody good when one person down and the other one's carrying but when everybody gets to a point where they're happy they financially good how do you make something work at that point right and i want to say probably in about year year three or year four me and mike found our our happy place financially mm-hmm. and the business continued to still grow up into this day and so like you were saying we're 10 years in and i think a large amount of it and um it's trust you yeah. know, I, we trust each other. We trust each other kind of like um, in the Bible house talks about the mustard seed just having faith of a mustard seed because the right. thing is is I trust when I don't see Mike for a week two weeks that Mike is still grinding for Brooks and Davis right. and in return I think I feel that like Mike feels the exact same way when he's not seeing me or he hears I'm um, you know in Destin Florida <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that he still knows that behind the scenes I'm still doing everything that I can in order to make what we have a huge success right. uh-huh. um, and so you know, Mike can talk more to it but that's really my concept of it because when I think about ten years of a partnership and everyone always says no partnership, no, don't do it. Right. I have a different vision on partnerships. And and it could be just because I've had an opportunity to build this brand with with Michael that is that is giving me that different ideal or landscape of what I think partnership <laughs> looks like. And then
1: this is why I personally feel like this episode is so important and so powerful for us to Record and put out there for the youth is because a lot of times, especially social media, um, popular media, television, mm-hmm. movies, especially for business professionals and men of color, yeah. they always show a rise and a fall. right? Mm-hmm. Or they show a rise, a split, right. Right. and dissension. Right. Yeah. So there aren't a lot of examples mm-hmm. of men of color in partnership building a long, sustainable brand mm-hmm. with a with a documented history of success. Right. Yeah. So, and this is one of the things, is, is this something that you gentlemen have to discuss, nor- like, regularly? Is this something <laughs> that, lo- like, a lot of times... That's a good um, question, though. No, because yeah. every company has certain annual events that's right. um, geared to build camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Either a Christmas party, New Year's Eve parties, and when you get to higher in the food chain of these mm-hmm. companies, they have board of directors meetings, right. and board of directors outings, right. where they bring the family and they build that family atmosphere. Right. Is that something that you gentlemen have? Are you currently doing something along those lines, and do you see it as valuable and necessary? Um, I mean, it. Uh, what I can say, Rick, is, is that it's something that we we should
3: be more intentional about doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has organically happened though in many instances throughout the years. Like mm-hmm. We would just, you know, we end up at a conference together. Like the mm-hmm. conference, he went to the the NARAB conference, right? Mm-hmm. So we would go to that together or we would go to the National Association of Realtors conference together, me and him. Mm-hmm. And those kind of turned into those bonding experiences where we could get to, you know, in a relaxed environment, just talk about stuff that doesn't come up on a day-to-day ba- basis because mm-hmm. we out here, you know, grinding it out. Uh, I think Larry really talk, spoke to one of the linchpins in a Relationship, which is trust, mm-hmm. and also it starts Rick at the beginning before you make the decision to, to form the partnership. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, right. Talk about that. Larry and I were able to see each other. They were able to see each other um, during the recession period, right?
0: Ups
1: and down.
3: Yeah. Well, when the bottom when the bottom completely fell <laughs> <It's> out, done, <laughs> done, like <laughs> completely <laughs> fell out,
1: right?
3: at that time we weren't partners and prior to that moment i had i had said i wasn't never going to get no partner because mm-hmm. i felt like nobody was going to match my grind like there's nobody out there that's going to grind like me so why partner with anybody yeah. right well after 2007 i said and i'm pretty sure he said the same thing look i don't want to ever experience nothing like that by myself ever again yeah. <laughs> ever mm-hmm. again by myself and at the time me and Larry we were sharing office because unfortunately during that time frame we got i got put out of my office owning my own real estate company, my own brand, my own personal brand, I got put out my office and Larry had some space and I had to go in there and, and share space with him. But it gave us an opportunity to see how we handle adversity mm-hmm. individually, right? So now I was able to see how he handled adversity. He's able to see how I handled adversity. That's right. So we know in building this brand, it's going to be tough times. I need to make sure I'm yoked up with somebody that ain't going to cut and run. Yeah, exactly. right? That's <laughs> going to work with me through this thing. So I was able to see that and I think that Always being able to fall back on that, even during the day to day. If 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 I start telling myself stories about when I do see him out, you know, turning it up, whatever, <laughs> and I'm like, well, he out there playing this, this, and that, but I can always fall back on, well, no, nah, that's not that's not his makeup because I've seen him grind. He's still gonna grind, and he's he's gonna be with this till the end. And I have I have the assurance
1: in understanding that. I mean, and you know, and I want to thank you again for coming because mm-hmm. I think yours and Larry's story is a testament to loyalty, mm-hmm. stick to commitment, mm-hmm. and follow-through. Absolutely. And most importantly, all built on a bedrock and foundation of trust. Right. Yeah. And I don't think that story from a business perspective Gets talked about enough. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people look at business as more of a cutthroat, mm-hmm. deception, more of like a um, nighttime drama, like mm-hmm. Dynasty <laughs> or Dallas. Yeah, yeah, they look yeah, at business as yeah. something like that. Like everybody has to be Jr. Ewing right. or Asa Buchanan, yeah, and right. I don't think that it necessarily has to be that way. Right. So I want to thank you for your candor, absolutely, and being able to tell your story today. Um, for All of our followers, um, people who are tuning into the show for the first time, could you Mm -hmm. please remind everyone of how they could keep up with you, follow you on social media and any upcoming speaking engagements where people may have an opportunity to interact with you personally? Perfect.
3: Perfect. Okay, so I am on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, So Michael G. Davis, I think with the Instagram is Michael G. Davis 2016. And then you can just search me um, uh, on LinkedIn with Michael G. Davis and also the Brooks and Davis YouTube page. So we're putting a lot of emphasis and restructuring that. Uh, Also putting a lot of content out there, especially if you want to get into real estate, Uh, even if you're already in real estate, maybe you're with another brokerage firm. We're putting a lot of content on there that can help develop you and train you. Uh, And if you want to talk about making a move, you can uh, reach out to us and we can definitely put you in a position where you can be more successful in this business because that's what we're uh, about at Brooks and Davis. Now, I will be speaking the end of August. Uh, it's it's called the gathering, and we're going to be talking about gentrification and wealth building. So, oh, wow. if you're uh, looking to invest, learn more about investing in real estate. Uh, maybe you look in one of these. Maybe you live in one of these gentrified areas, or your parents live in one of these areas. Maybe that's South Park, Sunnyside, Third Ward. Um, it's going to be at the Houston Museum of African American Culture. That's on Caroline Street, August twenty fourth uh, through August twenty fifth. I'm actually going to be speaking about the basics of real estate assets. And that talk is going to be on Saturday at one o'clock. So um, we as a community, we have to get to a point to where we start pulling our money. That's right. And go back into our neighborhoods and start investing. The land is still affordable. The opportunity is still there. The locations are excellent, especially they're right outside the loop. And guess where the loop is going. Right. It's expanding. Yes. Right. So you don't want to be. You want to already be in position That's when right. the gentrification begins, and trust me, it's been started already. Yeah, right? absolutely. So come block, let's get right. it. Yeah. So August twenty fourth, twenty fifth, the Houston, um, the Houston Museum of African American Culture. Uh, if you want me to send you the information, like I said, you can go look me up on YouTube to the YouTube page, direct message me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, you can find me and I can get that information to
1: you. I know, no doubt, I'll definitely be there because I think that information is invaluable. Absolutely. Mr. Brooks, where can our watchers, subscribers, have opportunity to hear you speak or interact with you you know doubt about it well just if you follow me on ig or even facebook you have a great
2: opportunity I, I always put everything out there try to give again tangible information on a, on a, on a daily basis so uh instagram texas real estate king uh, facebook you can find me on texas real estate king or you can go to my website larrywbrooks.com that'll give you more insight on what i have going on if you ever want to reach out to me and do some private consultations you can reach me there as well uh, before closing i want to just say uh, this show right here was one of the ones that I was waiting on (laughs) I love having an opportunity to narrow this guy down because believe it or not we're partners but I really see him come and go because we really we Mm -hmm. really focus on building and working this business and Mm so it's not a lot of play when we come in contact with each other as much as it is about building the business so just having my 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 partner in here for the last 10 years yeah man 10 years man hey I'm, ec- I'm ecstatic. I'm looking forward to the next 20 years. Now,
3: he may be sitting in that office by himself, but <laughs> you know, Brooks and it's Davis, um, the brand gonna still be it, there. It'll, it'll be one of, the <laughs> office, one of the many offices that we have. But exactly. The, you know, this is, yeah, you rarely see us together. And, and people can attest to, if when you get Brooks and Davis in the room, then no it's, something, it's something special. <laughs> yes, oh. sir.
1: Well, once again, gentlemen, this was an outstanding show. I want to thank it's you, up. Mr. Davis, for being here. Hey, Larry, it's good to have you back. You <laughs> know what I mean? Next time, let the, let the to people know when you gonna be out of town. No so doubt about my it. phone not blowing up with questions of where is Larry. <laughs> right, right. So and look, if you ever need a co-host when he gone, man, oh, you, know, know I I got you. My you gotta see the host Come feet. on, man. You sponsor the show. You gotta spy him <laughs> with me anytime. So I want to thank everyone on Facebook, IG Live, all of our subscribers, everyone who's tuning in the podcast, or going to our YouTube channel. Um, as always, if you're looking to buy real estate, sell real estate, or need property management services, I want to urge you to go to BrooksandDavis.com because we definitely definitely can get that done for you. Um, I want to urge everyone to go to our YouTube channel again. You can find that by searching The Prime Real Estate Network. You can also find our podcast pages on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. So once again, on behalf of my co-host, Mr. Larry W. Brooks, and our guest, Mr. Michael G. Davis, I am Rick Davis. I thank everyone for tuning in, and I'll see you next week.
0: Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com.